So what's the significance of fasting on the day of Rosh Hashanah? Historically, it's a day that wasn't the day that Gedalia got killed. He got killed on Rosh Hashanah. But the question is, why was that the biggest tragedy that Israel experienced? When there were so many other things to fast about. So what was, uh, what was uh, the reason that Arigus Kedalia was the reason which was considered a tragedy enough to fast about? The Gemara already points this out. And the Gemara says, you see that Mrs. Sadikim is considered shakal to the Chorban Beis Mikdash. Because Chazal will attack in the fast in the Chorban and Chazal will attack in the fast in the midst of Gedalia. But because it needs a beer. He wasn't the only Tariq to get killed. So, and we don't find that every time a Tariq got killed, we fast about it. So what was uh, different, so to speak, about uh, Gedalia, that that's why Chazal saw as a reason to make a Tainus. So there are a few points which one can talk about. But the first point which I want to talk about, and that was, was the Gedalia, same Gedalia, the reason for the, the fact that Gedalia got killed, the reason for the fast? Or was it just a, a convenient excuse because Chazal wanted us to fast and say to each other? Because the Maisi is, you find the basis for that also. The famous Medrash which is brought in the Torah at the beginning of Rosh Hashanah about a king who one of his provinces wasn't paying the tax and he goes with an army to meet that province and he says when he gets near to the province uh, the elders the nobility come out to meet him and when he gets to the gates of the province, and then the middle class comes out to meet him, eventually comes inside, and the whole city comes out to meet him. And each time, the king, in recognition of the fact that uh, he, was ex- he was respected, and that the population made it clear they weren't not paying the tax as a sign of rebellion, he lets off them off a third of the of the debt. And the major says, so too, before Hashem comes to Rosh Hashanah, so the G'dayle Umar, it says, fast, and that's an Arab Rosh Hashanah. It's not a Chiyah, but for, it's a tiny Sadiqim for those people who want to fast. And then the Sarasim Echeva is the second stage where it says more people fast. And then it comes in Kefa and everybody fasts. So we see from Chazal there was an Indian in fasting on Sarasim Echeva even without the, the idea of Tzom Gedalia. And uh, Mimela. It was uh, maybe, was that three days? No, it's much more than once. There were people to fast every day with Sesame Chiva, that's a different Indian. But uh, at least once there was an Indian to fast Sesame Chiva. And uh, therefore, this was, was Gedalia's particular, just a convenient, so to speak, uh, reason to, for someone who wanted to fast anyway. But then the question is going to be what's the point? What's the time? What's the point of the time? So, let's look at two aspects which define the point of a Tainus in general. Because there's some Tainusim, which are Tainusim, which are there to commemorate the Torah, as we know. Tisha B'Av and all the fasts around Tisha B'Av, to commemorate tragedy. And what's the reason to fast? What's the reason to fast? The reason to fast is that Ba'etzim, we want to feel a part of it. And therefore, we want to, if we, if we would do nothing to experience a little bit of tzara, so we don't have any connection to what happened. Really. But if a person is also a bit tzara, even if it's minimal compared to the tzara that Klai Yisrael experienced, but at least there's a certain 
a certain it's a certain connection for what the Tzibur is experiencing. And Zimele, if it was important that we should uh, also connect to the to what happened to historically to Klai Yisrael, to the Tzibur of the Tzibur, so Zimele fasting is a way to to also feel a certain injury, a certain deprivation. And Zimele, we want to connect to that. As even by Tainis, the Gemaras and Tainis, even about the Tainis, which wasn't one of the four Tainisim, which Chazal Kaveya, but a certain Tzibur has a problem. There's no rain, or they're facing a sickness, whatever it is, and therefore the Tzibur decides to be uh, to make a tainus. As a, so, somebody who doesn't have the problem and doesn't participate in the tainus, so he's showing he's not a part of the tibur. So, the one part of the the, the tainus is to show that a person is mitzayir with the tibur. There's a second part of the tainus also, is what the Raman focuses on more. And there's the point of a tainus is Ba'atim is meant to be a catalyst to chavah. And that's what the Raman says that if a person fasts and doesn't think about chavah, it's, it's come a waste of time. The point of the fast was to marry a person to Chiva, and if a person never took the cue, and never brought him to Chiva, so then, just not eating isn't a, isn't a talus in its own right. And really this is the Haftari we're going to read in Kippur. That uh, the Klaish shall complain to Hashem, We fasted and didn't notice. And Hashem says to them, what do you think I wanted? You're not going to eat? That's going to help something? What I wanted you to do is use the time as the reason to do chuba, as the reason to change things. And then, then, it's a, then, then it's a fast which is considered a fast which Hashem wants. And if that's the case, so in, in a fast like that, the fasting is really the agav. It's not the end in its own, right? The fasting is the reason which makes Klaish all do chuba, or makes people think about chuba. Why does fasting do that? So, Simply, the reason is because it's something which takes the person's attention. In other words, it's something significant enough that a person notices he doesn't feel the same, he feels weak, or whatever it is, so it breaks him up to, why am I doing this? But there's another reason also. And that's more Bohemic. What's Yom Kippur? Yom Kippur, as we know, isn't a fast because we're meant to be mitzdaya, on the contrary, Yom Kippur is Yom Tif. Yom Kippur isn't just a fast because it's meant to be a a reason to do chava. There's something more than that in Kippur also. There's a higher reason to fast in Kippur. Um, the Arizal says in his Lashen, when he talks about fasting, in Shara HaKodesh, it's just in simpler words. And that is that Ba'atzam, fasting, is a way for a person to break his connection to Adam In other words, the fact that a person needs to eat is what defines him as being a person. Malachim aren't the same. Not that any sustenance, but it's not the same physicality. And therefore, the fact that a person is willing to detach from everything physical brings them to a stage where they're more ready to receive ruchnis. And therefore, fasting wasn't just an, a necessary way to feel tsar. Or even a wake-up, a reminder. But actually, there's a certain another element in fasting also, and that is, it's a sense of being able to detach more from a physical level and connect more to a spiritual level. And that's why you find both by Moshe Rabbeinu and by Leo Anovi, when they wanted to get a certain level of nubah, so they didn't eat for 40 days, and that gave them a certain connection to ruchnis which they wouldn't have had otherwise. The fasting wasn't a, it wasn't a affliction. It wasn't a a catalyst for Shiva, it was the Atsim the means to become a Ruchni.
something you do that where everyone doesn't want to um, be detracted. But how is this different than, than like the, the Christian philosophy about um, about like detaching from the more you detach from physicality, the more spiritual you become? Fine. Get this John there quickly. I'll tell you, the difference is like this. The other religions who believe that the way to become spiritual is by affecting yourself or if, uh, causing pain to your body or by uh, denying yourself things that your body needs, whatever it's going to be, that never created ruchnis. A person can feel more detached from Gashmis, but it's never going to connect to Yorknis. The, the, the one isn't the absence of the other. And therefore, if the Mahalach in becoming Rukhni is, I'm going to afflict myself, and I'm going to cause myself pain, and I'm going to suffer, it, doesn't, it makes you miserable, maybe. It doesn't make you Rukhni. Uh, it can make you more detached from your body, but that's all. The Mahalach of Rukhni is that a person has something he's connecting to, which means there's something spiritual which I can connect to. Now, if part of the process is the fast, that's not the primary point. It's not that I'm focusing on doing something to... To negate my body to affect myself and that's the way I'm going to become Ruchni it's just a necessary way in order to connect to something more Ruchni and that's how you feel that in Yom Kippur and the point of Yom Kippur isn't to feel Tzara the point of Yom Kippur is to feel more connected the way to do that is when a person is less connected to, the, to his physical body so he has the opportunity to connect more to Ruchnis but the, the, the Ruchnis comes from a connection to the Nishama. it doesn't come from just the first part which is denying myself physical pleasure Okay, so that, like I said, those are the reasons why we have a fasting. Now, the idea of fasting in Kippur is for sure the third reason, it's partially like that, that the idea of fasting in Kippur is a way to connect to a level of Tyra, which, or, which we only have in Yom Kippur, and we need to be more Rukhni for that. The notion we use is that we ask Hashem to forgive us, Mishmei Shmei Kedem. We say it in Shoshana as well, we ask Hashem to bring us in Zechonus. We ask Hashem to What's the idea of Shmei Kedem? The, the, the primeval Shemaim. So the way that Mephoshim explain it, the idea means like this. There's a certain area where our Aver is rich. There's a certain amount that we can be metam with what we do wrong. There's a certain amount that we can be mechalkal with, what, we, with what, we've, that what we've done. And that's the problem. That's where the kilkul is. But there's an area above where our virus can get to. And that's the case, it's an area which is still clean. It's an area which is still pure. That's what we call Shmei Kedem. There's a level which is above the, the level that our virus can affect, a place which is still tar. And that's why we say, HaKadosh Baruch, if you're asking for, to give us a new chance, to Vakdeinu for again, or to give us Kachuva, it's from a place where it's above where our virus has gotten to. And when you get to a place above where Averis are gotten to, so then there's still a level of Tyre we can connect to. So that's a... Uh, now, what's going to do with fasting? So, let's go back to the three things we said. There are those fasts, like Tisha B'Av, which are meant to, feel, to make us feel part of the Tyre of the Tzibur. To, to make us feel, connect to the Averis, to connect to the Chorban. There are those fasts which are meant to be the, the, the catalyst for Chiva. It's meant to wake us up to Chiva. And it's primarily Tani's Esther. Because we're not being mitzayr. Or we went wrong for Klai Yisrael. No, the idea was that way around. Just like there to Davin, to be saved in battle. So we want to connect to that feeling of Tfila. And therefore the Tani is the catalyst for Tfila. Uh, or for Chiva. 
And then there's a time like Yom Kippur, which that itself provides the means to do tshuva. In other words, a person is on a higher level, a person is less connected to the physical, and they're more able to connect to something ruchni. Now, Tzom Gudalia, Ba'atzim is interesting because it has an element of all of them. In other words, there's one element of, there was a tsar that Klai Yisrael had. What wasn't just that Gudalia got killed, but uh, rather the, the, the death of Zechariah was the end of the Jewish people being there to show. Because even after the Khurban, positive clearly, that, Yemiyah, that Nebuchadnezzar didn't take everybody back to Yobu. He wanted to leave a number of people still to work the land. And therefore he left Gedali in charge of the Jews he left behind. So they might have lost the base of Mikdash, and maybe a majority of Klai Yisrael had gone to Golos, but they still were Jews there living in Israel, and Gedali was like the governor of Israel for those Jews. Not for very long. Six weeks from Tisha B'Av and Torah Shoshana. On that same Rosh Hashanah, right after the Chorban Gedali got killed, and then that was the end. Everyone ran, was driven out of Eretz Yisrael, or ran away from Eretz Yisrael. And for the next 52 years, the Pasuk says, Israel's desolate. And there wasn't a single, a single yet living there. So the death of Gedali was also like the final straw of the Chorban. It was the final step when the Israel were, wiped out, were completely wiped out from Eretz Yisrael. That was uh, the Tsar. That was the Tsar. There's a second element too. So we went to, it was part of, and that's why it's part of the, it's on one hand, it's part of the four Chorbanas which are connected to the Chorban, Sarabatevis, Shivasabatamus, Tishabav, and Sangadani, in that order of how they happened because this was like the, the last step in the Chorban. There's a second element also, and that is this makes some Eretz Why? So if you imagine for yourself what that first Rosh Hashanah after the Chorban must have looked like. Imagine for yourself what it must look like after Klai Yisrael just been been through the Chorban, seen the Beit Hamishkaf in flames. It was like we're going to say That would for sure be a year which was a year where it had been a year of from the beginning. They'd been besieged most of the year. They'd been in battle most of the year. Most of Klai Yisrael had been either exiled or killed. And they came to Rosh Hashanah. How did how people like that come to Rosh Hashanah? That we're going to dive into this year is a better year. You're not going to. Uh, hopefully, this all will come to an end, and this is going to be better. We're going to, this is going to be a new, a new start. Like anybody learning who suffered tragedy, that signifies a new beginning. And what happens? On the Devashana itself, Gedalia gets killed, and there's a new Chorban. Now, that's, that, that's a new level of Kino. The sense that the Chorban didn't end just because it's a new Rosh Hashanah. And as much as people would think that you now hopefully it was a new chance to start again, the Torah is carry on. So, what's the response to that? What's the way the Torah meant to respond? Okay, obviously not to get depressed, but what, what's the feeling meant to be? And the answer is, and this is the Ikea side, and that is that just because it's a new Rosh Hashanah doesn't necessarily mean everything's going to change. It depends on what you do in Rosh Hashanah. It depends on what you do in Rosh Hashanah. And if that's the case, if the same averages are still there, so then that's a reason to be punished again. And therefore, that's a, some good value is a wake up to children. The fact that it's Rosh Hashanah by itself isn't as okay, this year is going to be better. Last year was difficult, last year was This year, starting again, everything's going to be great. It's not automatically like that. It needs children. It needs children. If you want to change something, we have to change first. 
we have to change first. And that's the, the second part of Song Gadaya. Why we said it's very convenient that, that there was a fast in the Sarasi Mechava. Because now if you started a new year, it needs the element of Chava too. If you want things to change, we have to change also. That's the second thing we think about in Song Gadaya. And then the last point. And that is, Ba'atzim, what we brought from the Chazal. That as the king gets closer to the city, so more people get to greet him. Which means there's a certain preparation. A certain preparation. When the king is a certain distance away, so the nobility of the city can go out, it gets closer, so the, the middle class go out, it gets into the city itself, everyone goes out. Why is it set up like that? What's the idea of the different stages? And the answer is, obviously, it takes, it, there's a certain preparation to greet the king. And therefore the people who are ready earlier, or are more ready, let's say, to greet royalty, so they can go out first. For everyone else, they have to have more time to prepare. So it goes in stages. And that's also what Chazal is saying to us in the same marshal. And that is for Tzaddik and Gemurim, they're ready before Rosh Hashanah even. For Tzaddik and Gemurim, they're going to be Nechlev anyway. They're already holding back being close to Hashem. And if that's the case, that Tzaddik and Gemurim, they can fast in Rosh Hashanah. And that's already enough. That's already enough. But then there's, what about people who aren't you that ready? So then there needs to be a second stage. There needs to be a third stage. There has to be a, that there's opportunity to, for people who aren't on that level to also be right, to be worthy of, so to speak, greeting the king. And that's why it says that there's one level of fasting in Ever Shoshana, there's one level of fasting in Sayyid Mitchell, there's a level of Yom Kippur. And it's different, sta- different stages. But why fast? Why fast? You want to greet the king, Jesus in the national marshal, you want to come to Hashem, it's okay. So when we're ready, we'll be Ayyam Bidin. What's the idea of fasting? And this is the third point you brought by Yom Kippur. And that is, it's a way to connect to something more Rukhli. It's a way to connect to something more Rukhli. And for those people on the Darga, even before Hashanah, maybe it's a preparation of Errol, maybe it's a level they're living by, so they're already to, to, so to speak, to, in the words of the Muslim, greet the king before Hashanah also. So they can fast in Ever Hashanah, and they're already... They're, they're already at that stage of being Nikhtam as Siddiq and Gemurim as connecting to HaKadosh Baruch from there. And then, the people aren't on that level. So they need a second stage. And the second stage is the Maila of Sarasim Echeva. In Akbina, there's a Maila of Sarasim Echeva that's brought, brought in Allah and it's brought in the Muslim Sephari Mosa from the Gemara. That's When's the time that Hashem is listening to everybody? When's the time Hashem is close to Sarasim Echeva? Okay, so if that's the time, then that gives an extra boost. So people aren't in the dark of being Sadiq and Gemurim. But when now they have a Kayach of Sayyid so now that's the chance for them to come close to Hashem. So you can fast in the beginning of Sayyid Smechava, and that's enough for them. And then there's the people who say the Bainanim. They aren't in that stage either. So what's, what, what's there for them is Yom Kippur. And Yom Kippur is the other way around. Yom Kippur is more of a, so to speak, they are of a, more of a, more of a, Hashem makes it easier for people to come close to him. And therefore, even if a person wasn't able to get to that level on before Shana, you know, says, Mitch Ovis, then there's Yom Kippur. And Kippur's for everybody. And Hashem gives more of a kayak that people are able to connect to a certain level of Ruchlis. That's the framework of the timeline of Yichazah. So we see some, three, three different points on Tzom And we'll see whether there's an to focus on each one of them. Number one 
is to feel a chalik of the tzara, the chalik of the churban which there was, and it was the, the final step of the churban. When Hashem promised that, uh, it says, Vavaditim Meheram Ad Aretz, or completely destroyed from the land, everyone's going to be driven out of Eretz Israel, that was Miskam and Zamgadaya. Not by the churban, by the churban was still yet in Eretz Israel. It just happened afterwards. So, yes, to feel a chalik of that, that's a tzara of Zamgadaya. That's one point of the fast. The second point of the fast, as the service to Chiva. So, there was no better service to Chiva. Like we said, that just the fact that it was a new year didn't change what Kaisal we were experiencing. The Tsarist can get transferred to the new Rosh Hashanah also. It needs Chiva. That's the second point of his service. And the third point, it's a, it's a stage for those, for those people who can. On a dargah to use the service of the to miskasher to Hashem. So to use the fast as a way to, be, to, level, to get to a level of more ruchnius, of more connection. Now, where do you find all three in in in, in some gedalia? So, Bama says it's it's something which there isn't on Yom Kippur. In Yom Kippur, we only focus on the last one. We focus on Shavu, obviously, and we focus on being Miss is the level that a person can reach to it. We don't focus on the Tzar because in Kibbutz it's not a Tzar. But it is a time that you have to think about the feeling of being connecting to the Tzars of Kal Yisrael and fasting for that. We also want to feel the Tzar. So that's some Gedalia. And that's a big source. The same Gemara which says that if the Tzibur's goes there fast, and somebody doesn't participate, he says, I'm okay, it doesn't affect me, I'm going to compete. So then it says, But here we know someone that's Moisam. And even if Hashem is, brings the Yeshua for the Tzibur, they aren't included. You separate from the Tzibur, you won't, you won't be Roya Benech Masa Tzibur. So that's the case, as you know. One of the big options of Schus we have here in is to show we are part of the Tzibur. And we are Mitzitar Betzaras Tzibur. And if that's the case, then we deserve to be, so to speak, rewarded with the Tzibur too. So that's something which is the first point, Song Gadani gives us. It gives us a chance to be mitzvah with the tzaras atzibur, atzibur being klal Yisrael. It was a day of tzaras for klal Yisrael. We want to feel a part of that, and if that's the case, we want the benefit also of when Hakadosh Baruch is going to bring Yisrael for klal Yisrael. We'll be part of that as well. So that's one point. We mitzvah with atzibur. The second point, and this is an important point, and that is there are many other items. You can't leave Shavuot Yom Kippur. You can't leave Shavuot Yom Kippur because be'atzim. When you, if you want to show Hashem we've done Shiva, Yom Kippur is not the time when we can do Shiva. Yom Kippur we spend the day in Shul, we spend the day in What we need is, we need a few days to show Hashem we actually made changes. What do we do wrong on a daily basis? And look, there were a few days we did right. We, we embarked on the process of Shiva. And there is a right There is also, that's what there's a whole week between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. To show, whatever, think every day, what the areas that day that I need to work on. And now you have a week to show you can make changes in your life. You can actually begin a shiva process. So if a person knows Friday morning is always a bad time for me, it's a Friday night, so shiva. If a person knows Sunday night is always a bad time for me, it's a Sunday night, so it's shiva. And a Shabbos, and a Thursday, and a Wednesday, and every day. And therefore, there's a, there's a w- way to start doing shiva practically. Before Yom Kippur. And I come to Yom Kippur and say, look, Hashem, I've already begun. I, there was already a time period where I began to do shiva, where I started improving. That's the point of the Sarasim and that's the Yisoyed of why I said that's the second point of a fast is being more earlier Shiva. comes right at the beginning of a Sarasim Shiva because it's uh, meant to be the Yisoyed to wake up and think of doing Shiva. So right, we start Sarasim Shiva with a tainus 
which is meant to bring us to those thoughts of of, of what we should be improve on, like the Ramam writes about Atinus. And then ask what we said. And it's a process of Yisalus. It's a process of Yisalus that if a person is more detached from from Gashmias, from eating, he's more able to connect to Ruchnias. And that's the last point. It's the follow-on from Rosh Hashanah. Because Rosh Hashanah, if there is that Yisalus, and a person is Sister Shev, and a person is Malchias, there is more of a connection. And a what? The Avodah Hashanah is not to fast. We bring the Arpois from Hazel Zalata, but we pass from the Bezalamin to fast Rosh Hashanah. We don't want to lose the Hisalus. We don't want to lose the experience of Rosh Hashanah. And therefore, we want to, the day after Rosh Hashanah, we want to still work on connecting to that, what we gained yesterday, what we felt like at the time, this, this time yesterday, when you listen to the Tzkiyas, and we felt, we're dabbing the Musaf, and we felt that Hisalus, we don't want to lose it. And therefore, the last point of Atayin is, is to connect to that as well. Not everybody's able to. It's the second category of people. It's that the Roshan is enough to bring them to that level that they can approach the king. And for people that that's not enough, so then there's Yom Kippur. Where there's a special Tzad for everybody to reach that Yisalus, but you don't have to wait for that if you can achieve it already today.